Welcome to the Tip In Maple Leafs podcast, episode number 183. And coming up on this one, why? Oh, why does this keep happening? The Leafs blow it again, a 3-1 lead in the third period of the Seattle Kraken. But they hang on to win 4-3 in a shootout. Long overdue for Mitch Marner. He had a hat-trick tonight. What a game. More on that coming up later. Leafs' blue line is banged up big time. They need to make a trade for, for a defenseman. And I mean right now. We got one segment tonight, whale of a game. Wonder who that will be for. All this and more coming up on episode 183 of the Tip In Maple Leafs podcast. You have to be kidding me. You have to be kidding me. Lease led 2-0. And 3-1. Blowing leads again. It's never easy with these guys. But Mitch Marner, the Mitch Marner show tonight. I, I Mitch Marner showed up. That was great. Finally. And Joseph Wall. Incredible game. More on that as we get going. But almost blew it. Hang on to win it. 4-3 in a shootout. Oh, my God. We're going to break it all down right now, Leafs fans. Here we go. Episode, what are we at here? 183 of the Tip in Maple Leafs podcast, Chad. 183? 183. Oh, my goodness. Let's hit the intro. Tavares coming out. Sends it in a goal. They score! Welcome, everybody, to the Tip In Maple Leafs podcast. I'm Chad. I'm Dale. Don't forget to follow us on social media at the Tip In Maple Leafs podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Tip In podcast on TikTok and Tip In pod on Twitter. Email us tippinpodcast at gmail.com. And you can donate to the show at patreon.com backslash the Tip In Maple Leafs podcast. It's $1 for every time the Leafs blow a lead in the third period. We'd be rich right now. Oh, my God. We'd be rich. Oh, my goodness. So Dale's texting me throughout the game. (laughs) I I started blowing your phone up after the second period. I'm like, I I could see it coming, man. I had my phone phone on the charger, so I didn't get them. But then I go and check, and I have. But it's like a. a, Read them. Read them. Read them. I'm not going to read them, but it's like this thing. You should should read them. you're, You're very happy. You're very excited. And then you start to turn and you're like, if they blow this in the third period, (laughs) I'm going to lose my shit. And then your next text message is like, look, I was going to be positive for this, for this podcast. This is when it's three, two for the Leafs. You're like, I was going to be positive, but I'm seriously, I'm, I'm on the brink of losing my shit. And then it's three, three. And you're like, dude, what did I fucking tell you? Like, I am going to lose my shit on this. But then they pull out the shootout win. So how do you right. feel now? Had to see it come. Not great. Not great, man. How could you feel great again? Barely squeaking by the Seattle Kraken. Barely by the skin of their teeth there. Joseph Wall, more on him later. Mitch Marner, hell of a game. But let's be serious. Without those two players tonight, we're talking about a loss here, Chad. Without a doubt. Right? Yeah, but you could say that for any team, right? Like any team, like any team, any watch an Oilers game and you could say, hey, without McDavid, they don't win. Yeah. Mitch and Wall are a part of the team. My problem is, is why 
as why as a team, the whole team, can they not lock it down? Like it's not like it's not like this is the New York Rangers coming in. Like it's the Seattle Kraken, <laughs> no. and you have a two goal lead, and you just can't lock that down. Like I don't know why I could sense this coming. That's what she said. I don't know why I could sense it coming, and I didn't know. Like I know you didn't text me back, whatever. But the second intermission, I'm like, okay, three one going into the third period. I just had a bad feeling about yeah. it. I'm like, hang on a second here. Wait, if they fuck this up again, and they almost did. This they was your, this was your exact text at eight fifty four p.m. during the intermission, dude. If they <laughs> piss this away in the third, I'm gonna lose my mind. And then it was, dude, I'm ready to do a fairly positive show, but if they fuck this up, I'm going full Nick Cage, brother. <laughs> and then when Seattle tied it, you said, almost predictable. Well, well. No, you were right. You were right. But you called it during the second intermission. What did you see happening other than they went to sleep after Mitch's uh, Mitch trickle? I, I just didn't like their game. I saw one guy going. And that, and that was basically it. Let me read this little statistic off the top for you, Chad. Shot attempts by the Seattle Kraken. 80. 80 shot attempts by the Seattle Kraken in this game. 50 for the Leafs. We're playing Seattle here. They're 10-5 and like 2 or some shit. I don't know. Seattle, terrible fucking record. And not 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 terrible. Sorry, sorry. Not, not a terrible record, but mediocre. Kind of where the fucking Leafs are, I guess. So not surprised. Um, I'm going to go right into it, Chad. I don't want to go super long tonight, but I've got a bunch of shit I want to touch on. I'm going right into this. Broken finger. Anything off the top? Anything off the top? No, let's get into it. Broken finger slash groin for Mark Giordano. Week to week, Sheldon Keefe says. Three regulars they had penciled in to start this season on the back end are all out. We're talking Klingberg, Lilligren, and Giordano. Tree living. Tree living. How about this, bud? Make a move to help your struggling. Maybe you have to pay too much here, okay? Maybe you do. Make a move to help your struggling hockey team on the back end. The Calgary Flames decide to fucking get in on the action late this afternoon around dinner time, and they trade Zadorov to the Vancouver Canucks for a third-round pick and a fifth-round pick. Is that price too high, Chad? No. You don't think so for Zadorov, a third and a fifth, and, and it wasn't even in this year's draft. It was like a, it was like a fifth round pick in twenty twenty five and a third round pick in twenty twenty six. So, I don't think Zadorov's the. Don't get me wrong here. I don't think Zadorov is the answer. He's probably a bottom pair D man. Would I rather have Tanev from Calgary? Obviously, yeah. but so there, the Flames are kind of setting the market here with like trading Zadorov for a fifth and a, and a third. Uh, you said you don't think that price is too high to pay. Like, no, I, I know you're not giving up anybody off the roster. It's not, it's not, it's not, not a steep price to pay. No, but I mean, if, okay. Defensemen I find are like, it, it's a hot commodity. Every team wants defensemen, a third and a fifth. And I feel like Vancouver thinks they got a shot at it this year. And and dude, they're trading from a position of strength here, and that's the price they had to pay. Yeah. What the fuck would the lease had to you know it, tree, a, you know tree living was in on that trade and the price was probably higher for the lease. It's early too, right? Like I feel like if you want to if you want to make your trade early, you got to pay a little more. But 
good on Vancouver. Like they were like, we need a defenseman, and they went and got it. What it what's Tree doing? I'm sure he was in on it, but like I think the price probably would have been higher for the lease, or 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 maybe not. But like if you're not will okay. Zadora, I would take Zadorov in a fucking second. Would I rather have Tanov? Yeah, of course. Would I rather have Hannafin? Well, probably oh, yes. God. But like you know, so the price. So if the Flames are set in the market here with a fifth and a third round pick, what's it going to cost the least to get a guy like Tanov or potentially Hannafin? I, I would push for for Tanov personally, but I like you're probably looking at a second and a third or something like that, which I would do. I would do because this team just like I said. Three of the reg- three of the regulars that they had penciled in, Klingberg, Lilligren, and Geo are all out with no sign of return for well, Klingberg's fucking Sayonara. He he gone. He's gone. Lilligren will return. Giordano will return. But still, we're talking about a 40-year-old defenseman. And you know, Lily's Lilligren's not a rookie, but he's not like a, you know, he's kind of just like he's a bottom pair guy. So how much is he even going to really help you when he comes back from a, we don't really know what the full injury was on Lilligren. Like clearly it was his foot or his ankle or whatever. So that could really fuck him up when he returns. And, yeah. But he's a bottom pair guy anyway. And guess what? Giordano's a bottom fucking pair guy too. 40 yeah. year old fucking guy that they're playing way too high up the lineup because of fucking injuries and how depleted that blue line in that blue line is. So, Tree living. Come on, man. Like, what are you, what are you waiting here for? You're barely winning games against, like hanging on, ha- hanging on by the skin of your teeth to win sh- games in fucking shootouts. Okay, great. They won the last two games in shootouts. Great. But they blew another fucking three, one lead, man. Like it's, I'm sorry. It's hard to be super positive about this. I'm glad they got the two points, but to me, it's kind of like, I don't want to say they didn't deserve it, but it's like, you let teams back in, you let teams back in. And it's like, I don't know, man. Like, what? Just what are your thoughts? Just the way they're playing. I got some other shit here before we go to the game, but like, just overall, you can't be impressed here. How no. could you? How could you be? No, I know people will say that it doesn't matter how; it just matters that you get the win. But at the eh. same time, when you're watching the games, like I said at at the top of the podcast, when you're playing a team like Seattle. And you have a 3-1 lead in the third period, it should it should be just it's locked down. Maybe Seattle gets a goal, but you win this in regulation. Least don't know how to lock anything down. Same with the, the Chicago game. Couldn't lock it down. Like Can't how many times, how many times now have they gone to overtime and shootout? I think <laughs> 10. I think 10. They're they're still standing at five regulation wins at, at tonight was the 21st or 22nd game of the season. So like, yeah, they're getting wins and shoot like. If it wasn't a little bit more on Joseph Wall later, but if it wasn't for Wall realistically in the in overtime, they lose this game a hundred fucking percent. He made fucking three or four huge saves in overtime. Oh my god, he, he yeah, he was incredible. Um, but if you okay, we're talking about the defenseman. Like we're talking, they need to, and they do. They need to make a trade for the defenseman. But what happened at the start of this game? The Leafs look like they're flying. The big four are flying all over Seattle. But then all look of a like sudden. Nick, look like Nick Cage just had it cooking. And he did. A little more on him. All later. of a sudden. All of a sudden. No, you can't do that. You can't steal from other shows. All of a sudden. What are we talking about here? We're just talking about Nick Cage. All of a sudden. It's just like 
they do this and they do this against mediocre teams. They make mediocre teams look like the 95 devils. Like yeah. they just can't get anything going. All they the can't time. penetrate the defense. They can't get it set up in the ozone. What happened <laughs> at the start of the game? You could, and you just can't in the second half. I don't understand it. It's it's hard for me to be positive here. Like we're looking at two losses against Chicago, 20 games in like barely string, barely getting it done in shootouts against teams like Florida's a great team. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, Seattle's Florida's in, a great team. Seattle's an okay team, but there's no way when you're leading this game 3-1 going into the third period that this game should even get to a shootout. But going back to the text that I sent you in the second intermission, I saw it on the, I'm like, these guys are going to think they've got it in the bag because this is what the Leafs fucking do. They're going to think they got this when no one's really going but Mitch and the goaltender and they don't, they don't have it. They're going to think they have it when they don't. And that's exactly what happened. I basically, I basically pegged that to a T other you than did? they squeaked, they squeaked out the shootout win. But why? That's I, my question. Why? Like, what is you it? You tell me, you tell what me. Is it, is it, what is it? Did, is it like you say, do they think they have it in the bag? Did they just take their foot off the gas? What is it about this team that they can't close it out? You know what it is? I think it's just the same old fucking shit again and again and again. Nothing has changed, man. We go back to seasons past and all this shit. Like they're now they're starting forget the playoffs. Now they're I can't believe like I'm saying this after they got the two points, but like now they're struggling more in the regular season, more than we've seen them as of like recent anyway, like hang cannot hang on to a lead yeah. and close it out if their life depended on them. And that's why I said it in the, I texted you. I'm like this, we know what's about to happen here. They cannot hang on to a lead and close out a game. If their life depended right. on them, five regular, five regulation wins in 20, you're, whatever games we are. You're right, like, man. They normally, this team normally it's, it's usually the first three, four weeks of the season, they are kind of a shit show, and then they tighten things up. You remember last year? I think Morgan does, Riley, does, Morgan Riley got hurt, and they were like solid defensively, and they strung together a bunch of wins or whatever. But this year, it's going to be December tomorrow. When It'll most people first tomorrow, and they still haven't figured it out. When most people will be watching or listening to this, it'll be December first. Yeah. So this this was their last game in November, and guess what? The Bruins are coming coming in on Saturday, so it's about to get a lot easier. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Couple quick notes. I'm just gonna go a little nonchalant here before I get. I'm not gonna go too crazy, but just a couple quick things. Okay. Matthew Nye said before the game, Chad. I think you might like this, and I got a couple things from Kiefer too before we really get into it here. Nye said they need to spend way more time in the ozone. Well, don't we all, Matty Nye? That's what we need. That's where we need to be. He said we need to penetrate in the ozone. Well, don't we all? here's a young kid who gets it. He knows exactly where they need to be. They need to be in the ozone and they need to be penetrating the ozone. You'd think the veterans would get that, but here's oh, a rookie. who. Hey, as a, rookie. A, as a veteran myself, I can tell you, as you get older, you just long for the days when you were younger and you could penetrate the ozone anytime you wanted. Yeah, it's hard. It's very it's difficult. A, it gets harder as you get older. So yeah. Big time. That's a good head on his shoulders, Matt. But here's a rookie talking about penetrating in the ozone. That's what I'm I, saying. That's a good head on his shoulders to know that at such a young it. age. Love it. Love it. Sheldon Keith 
Sheldon Keefe before the game, couple quick comments from Kiefer. He said, talking about the goalies, he said, and he was talking about the team as well, but specifically he brought it back to the goalies. He said, look, if you want to play Masters or whoever was talking about, Samson off wall, whoever's going to start, blah, blah, blah. Keefe said, if you want to play more, play better. <laughs> Simple. So I just, I, short and sweet. I Did you hear him say that? No, but that is, I love that. <laughs> He's I usually love that. He's usually not like he usually has way more to say than that, but he's specifically just on this one. He's like, look, you want to play more, play better. Simple as that. Love it. He said, when we start coming, listen to this. Keith said, when we start coming together, we're really going to be hard to handle. We are right there. He said, we're not there yet but we are right there once we start coming together we're going to be hard to handle now i think that is an absolute ludicrous comment i don't think they're even close to being right there coming together and get like having every like having everything work in your favor they're not even remotely fucking close to that so what is this guy smoking or what is he what is sheldon keeps saying that he would make an outrageous comment like that because that's what i think that comment is no yeah, dude, the guy is on the hot seat. That's 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 what he's saying right now. I mean, if he comes out and says, yeah, we're nowhere close. We're nowhere close. And you know what? I think a coaching change would be, be in but order. But he he's saying he thinks it's close. And he said once it starts I, coming probably, together. I don't think he actually thinks it's close. I think he's got to say that for himself. But if he's watching the games, he knows that they got a lot to do. And he knows that they need help on the back end. He knows all this. He's not an idiot. But what speaking, is he going to say? Speaking of that, Chad, the last comment that Keith had to say before he went into this game was knowing that he's got three regular D-men out of the lineup. He's got Lagason playing on the second D-pair with McCabe and Timmons and fucking Benoit on the third pair. He said the D is going to have to take on a much bigger load. Well, you think? You think? Was that like you might want to have a little meeting with your general manager and talk about like your back end because it is absolutely insane. But yeah, the D going to have to take on a much bigger load. We've got three regulars in the lineup, McCabe, Riley and Brody, and that's it. And other than Riley, McCabe and Brody, I'm sorry, not, not that good, not, not the best, not the best. Sorry, I'm sorry, not the best. But uh, anyway. I'll switch gears here, and just before I go through the game briefly, which is going to be very brief, it's basically going to be the Mitch Marner show. We haven't done a whale of a game in a while, but someone pulls out a hattie, and Mitch gets off the snide, and it looks real good. Whale of a game, Chad? What do you think? Yeah, let's do it. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Whale of a Game. Mike Taylor here, Chad Dale, Whale of a Game. Huge. All right. For those of you who don't know that uh, that voice that you just heard was our softball coach, and uh, I think we were twelve or thirteen. Yeah, like, well, maybe even be, pro- yeah, yeah, around there. Yeah, around right. there. It was like it was a good three, four years. He was. The yeah, coach. I think it was before anyway, that, even. But anyway, if that coach told you that you had a whale of a game, well, you know that you played well that game. He didn't throw it out lightly. Oh, no, 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 no. Like, you rarely ever got that. And we don't pull it out, like, lightly. But no. Mitch, you know, he's wearing the full cage. 
Got to give it to him here. We go right to the first period. Marner gets it cooking on the power play for the Leafs to make it one nothing. The Leafs led after the first period. We go to the second period. Marner rips it home for his second of the game to make it two nothing. Leafs looking real good at this time. Seattle gets a power play. They come right back and score to make it two one in the second period. Late in the second, Marner gets a breakaway natural hat trick, roofs it top shelf for his third of the game. Hat trick for Mitch, his first of the season, only his second career hat trick, makes it 3-1 Leafs after two. And then the text started flying your way from me. We go to the third period. I can just smell it in the air. Like Phil Collins said, I can feel it coming in the air tonight. I could just feel it coming. And guess what? <laughs> Drum solo, incredible. And guess what fucking happened? We go to the third period. Leafs leading 3-1, going to the third. Seattle scores to make it 3-2. They score again to make it or to tie it at three, force it to overtime. Joseph Wall, three or four huge saves in overtime. Not sure that the Leafs even had a shot in overtime. They were like doing what they always do, Chad. Drop it back. Drop it. Come back out of the blue line. Like drop it back. Drop it back. That's all they, this team seems to a be. Lot of, a, lot of, a lot of bad passes, like passes into the, into the feet, into the skates. And, but don't that, want to penetrate. that don't want, don't want to penetrate that save that go back made. and keep it loose. Go back and keep it loose. Do not that want wall, to penetrate the save that wall made on Everly. Huge. That was huge. That, that saved the game right there. But if Everly had just got it up and we all know if you can just get it up, things usually go your way, but he couldn't get it up. We go to a shootout. Matthew scores. Wall was awesome again in the yep. shootout. Did not allow a goal. Marner wins it in the shootout. 4-3 Leafs take it. Lucky, in my personal opinion, all three Toronto goals, a natural hat trick. Mitch Marner, man, did he need this one or what? How good did yeah. Mitch look? Whale of a game. Oh, whale of yeah. a game. Mitch had a whale of a game. He... uh the first goal that he got tonight was he was wide open. Anybody could have scored that goal, but I think he needed that so bad. It just got the monkey off his back, and then he was flying. Honestly, I know you said in overtime that they didn't have a shot or whatever, but I thought Mitch was going to end it himself. He was flying in overtime, got the shootout winner. But they, but they didn't have a shot. They didn't have a shot. Well, you need other guys to pass to and play with, and he didn't really have that in overtime. <clears throat> but whale of a game whale of a game for Mitch Marner maybe he should keep the bubble on all the time what do you think <laughs> isn't that even a crazy statement to make like <laughs> Mitch needs to play with like his full face protected to like have a game well, like he, that yeah he, he had a hell of a game I know but that, that's just such a crazy statement to make like how soft is this guy like he no, needs I'm, to play I'm just with saying him. like superstition wise no, right I I know I know what you're saying I know what you're saying anyway whale like, of a game like, well, for Mitch imagine he just kept scoring and he's like I can't take it off <laughs> I can't take it off until he goes on a drought yeah for sure I could see that anyway awesome. we don't throw out we don't throw out whale of a game very often but Mitch tonight 100 percent um Gotta talk about Joseph Wall again, man. Cool. Really good again. Gave them a chance to win 40 saves, uh, 38 saves against uh, Florida the other night, 40 saves for Wall in his second consecutive start. You have to keep putting this guy in net, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. Like, that, do you, do, do you look, pin, look do you deep, pin it? Look at the do you defense pin, in front of him. Do you pin any of the third period on him? No. No. It, I mean, Seattle was getting clear cut shots from the slot. That's not Joseph Wall's fault. It, it is funny. Do you notice everyone tries to go glove side on Joseph Wall? I don't know if that's like the book on him or whatever. Yeah, it could be. But no, yeah. it wasn't his fault. And when when push came to shove and they couldn't allow another goal, he didn't allow another goal. Nothing in overtime. No shootout. Great in the shootout. Great, great in overtime and great in the shootout. Like when it really mattered the most, he, he didn't give up. The, goal. He made the fucking saves that they yeah. needed to make. So, so where are you at on that? Like for me, He's starting Saturday. Oh, you have to. Like, for, for me, this guy's got, like, a lot longer leash now than, like, you got to continue to play this kid. Like, he is making saves. Like, yeah. what, did Keith, what saves. did Keith say? Play good? What did, What was the quote? Hang on. I'm going to bring it. I'm going to bring it back here for a second. What did Kiefer say? Oh, he said, you want to play more, play better. Okay. Well, then Joseph Wall should play more. That, that was playing better. That wasn't a direct shot at Samsonov, but the question that was asked was specifically about the goalies, and then Keith brought it back around to just like everybody. But it was a, it was specifically asked about the goalies, and he just kind of like he wasn't. Sh- Keith was like every now and then Keith kind of gets like kerfuddled, like he's like he gets hung up, hung up. Like he's like I want to answer this truthfully, but I can't really. But like yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, and some slips out that it's, that is very truthful. Yeah, and then he just randomly was like, "Look, bottom line here, no matter who you are, even though it was a question about the goalies, he said, no matter who you are, you want to play more, play better, play better." Okay, I like. Well, I mean, like it's the NHL, man. Why do do we have to coddle Samsonov because he's in a no, whatever it is, a rut in a slump? Just want to he play hasn't more? played well. Play he hasn't played well. No, I'm I'm not taking this kid out. Period. I'm putting him like big game on Saturday against Boston. I mean, oh, it's I don't, wall every day of the week. I I don't I don't want to see. Oh, a hundred percent. Like I don't want to say I don't see any scenario how the Leafs win this game because like I think they potentially play up to their opponents and they play down. That's kind of their recipe. So could like will they be in it against Boston? Sure. Will they beat Boston? I'm not convinced of that. But if Wall keeps playing like he's making, he's basically made, he made 40 stops tonight. Like I said, he made 38 saves against the Florida Panthers. And like, yet they still almost lost those games. But I don't think it was his fault in either of those games. And again, huge in overtime tonight, huge in the shootout. So he's my dude right now. I'm riding him. Like until something terrible happens, I'm not putting Samson off back in net. Is that not fair or what? No, it's. 100%. Like I said, it's the NHL. You don't need to coddle anybody. Joseph Wall is the better goalie. You need wins. You want to make the playoffs. You want to win a Stanley Cup. He plays. End of story. And I mean, Keith is Keith's on the hot seat. They can say what they want, but he's on the hot seat. And what's the old saying? Show me a good goalie. I'll show you a good coach. Well, they've just won two in a row, though, right? But barely. So you but, think but how Joseph much- Wall was a huge part of those two wins. Samsonov's in net for those two games. You probably don't get those two wins. Yeah, you might not. You might not. Anyway. Okay, I got I any I got one more thing before we go. You got anything before we now let's, here? Let's hit it. We'll be back Saturday after the big Bruins game. Okay, I, I got one more thing before we go, Chad. Corey Perry. No, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I'm joking. Is I'm joking. Is Max Domi ever going to score a goal? <laughs> What's like the over under? 
know this guy what are we like 21 22 games in this guy really hasn't had a sniff he has set up some of his line he's when he was playing with nice he set up nice a couple times he set up robertson a few times like he you know he gets in a fight with fucking uh oh he's Bennett. doing some good things he, he's doing some decent things but a three million dollar player who has not even had a sniff chat at putting it in the back of the net like let's be serious can you remember him having a chance at putting it in the back of the net no, no, I can't. I said in overtime, he he was wide open on the one side, and he had his stick up in the air, and he was calling for the puck. And Nylander tried to dipsy do around the defenseman and got checked. But no, I have not seen him like have a breakaway or no. not that I can remember. No, God no. And then it's funny you're watching Seattle and you see Jared McCann, and I always think, man, like he was a leaf, and well, we protect. I know. I know he never it, played, but they I protected know. Justin Hall. Well, who who did they? Well, who did they decide? Yeah, Hall and and Kerfoot. Kerfoot, right? But think about that now. I'm like, man, that guy scores goals, and we could. He use scores the, like 20 goals a season. Yeah. So you got a guy making. Well, he probably makes less than McCann. But anyway, bottom line is, you got one guy make uh, not scoring I, at all, I don't, and I don't one guy think, scoring twenty a year. I don't. I don't know. I'm not. I don't know. I don't think McCann makes more than than Domi. I, I don't think he makes more than three million dollars. I could be wrong on that. But it's anyway, really, really nice to have a guy that can pop in, move up your lineup, and pop in twenty goals. Do you think Domi? What are we looking at here? Twenty-five games, thirty. Does it go past thirty before Domi even scores a fucking goal? Like what the hell? Okay, man? here's my prediction. Domi scores his first goal in the first game of 2024. That's a fucking month away. That's we'll my at, prediction. Oh my god, dude! We'll be at thirty. We'll be thirty-five games. That'll okay, be the 30, thirty-five game mark. They, I think they play fifteen. Mark. I think they play fifteen games in December. That or he scores the first goal Saturday night against the Bruins. Zero chance of that happening. <laughs> anyway, zero chance. Anyway, for the Tip It Maple Leafs podcast, don't forget to follow us on uh, social media at the Tip It Maple Leafs podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Tip It Podcast on TikTok. Tip It Pod on Twitter. Email us tippinpodcast at gmail.com. And until Saturday, when the big bad Bruins come to town, I'm Chad. I'm Dale. And we will. Yeah, man. Should be an interesting night on Saturday. Like, you know, are they going to play up to the competition or are we just going to see the same old, same old Leafs? Should be very interesting. Thanks for watching, guys. Thanks for listening. Please like and subscribe on YouTube. Go Leafs, go. Oh, man. Got their work cut out for them on Saturday night against, like you just said, the big bad Bruins. Hey, guys, we'll see you after the game on Saturday. We'll catch you guys later.